This is Believe in Buckeyes. I'm Brian Browning. I'm sitting here with my partner, Timmy Chekwai. And today, we're going to talk about what's like got Ohio and college football stirred up. NIL, transfer portal, the young recruits, what's going on in the high school level and commence, not commence. Uh, but first, we got to... Yeah, before before some, that... Um, pay some bills, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that what they say? Well, show business? in Ohio, it's about to be legal right. to gamble, yeah. right? So, I mean... One thing, bet online is an opportunity to make that legal betting a little bit more efficient. So it, bet online is your number one source for all sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends on bet online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, bet online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, uh, what else? Boxing, golf, <laughs> right? Um, so head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online. Um, where the game starts. Yeah, that's so, good. Great, man. It's, it's, it's big. Like, how in betting on, like, it's, I think it's rumored to be really big. It can get crazy. Uh, it can get crazy. So yeah. it's going to be exciting times. So, so we placing your bet. You place your bet with bet online. But today we're talking about recruiting. Right? That's where it really comes down to. There's been a lot of noise around Buckeye Nation about commits, decommits, yeah. um, things of that nature. And we wanted to get into it. Shem, I know you had a couple of facts on exactly, I guess, what's been going on the last, it's really been a week or so, last week or so when it comes to Ohio State and recruiting. Yeah, so you know, I think I think as Buckeye fans, we're kind of in a rut right now. Started off with the loss to the team up north. Yeah, uh, right. And then we got some some hope. You know, what I'm saying with the uh, opportunity to go play in a in a in a playoff and continue to maybe potentially get another chance at that team up north. But then you get all this these, this news. You had um, the most recent was um, Dylan Rayola. You know, number one overall prospect in the 2024 class, yep. decommit from Ohio State. Quarterback. Quarterback. Uh, quarterback. Mm -hmm. Before that, you had uh, Mark Fletcher, running back who decommitted, four-star running back. Um, the, 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 all the talk was that, you know, it was about the money. It was like, you know, he, he wanted a certain number, and we couldn't – but allegedly could not potentially get to yeah. that. You got to say anything allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, in the summer, we had some decommits as well to John Johnson – cornerback out of Florida, um, 2023 commit. He had uh, Ty Lockwood, who decommitted, um, four-star tight end to go to Alabama. Um, so the question, yeah, movement. the question is, are these decommitments an issue? Okay. Or is it, or is it, you know, just a, the fact that social media word, word spread super <laughs> fast now, guys yeah. commit super early and change their minds because they're young and they're kids. Or do we have a problem on our hands? Is, are we not, you know, performing from an NIL standpoint? Or is it just getting more competitive for Ohio State right. security? Yeah, so overall for me, I'm not a huge where did the high school kid <laughs> land guy, to be frank. Uh, I feel we're Ohio State, right? We're going to have the best coach or one of the best coaches when it comes to each position on each side of the ball. Um, and I'm big on development, right? So yeah, important. I was just – I was barely a three-star athlete. You was a pretty good athlete at three stars. And three stars. obviously you went on and had success in college and in the NFL level. 
I was able to perform on the college level, was able to make it to the NFL. Yeah. Um, and I would say for myself, it was a, a it was a pretty decent professional career. Um, so it's like, to me, it's like, it's not a huge deal. It's like, you know, you, you play with the guys that's there. Um, you develop, you work hard, you come up with a plan and you go out there, execute and win. Um, obviously on the other side of that, most people say, Hey, you win with players, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. You win yeah. with players. So when you start talking about losing, uh, some of the four, four star, five star guys that actually committed, then you might, you know, find that. It was, you know, let's look into that a little bit more and figure out what's yeah. going on. Yeah, you have uh, – I think Malcolm Jenkins was probably a th- was a three-star. Uh, so we said we went with players. It's just true. And technically the guys with the most talent. But I would say Malcolm was talented off the rip, yeah, right? Uh, but he was a three-star, right. right? I would say James Laurinaitis mm-hmm. from his first start, he was a pretty talented player. He, read, uh, he played a little bit his freshman year, but his first start year two um, – yeah, I would say he was pretty talented. He was a three-star. I was a three-star. Terry McLaren just got a big payday recently. I think he was a three-star player. Right. Um, so, I mean, part of a big chunk of it, obviously, is development. You know, I think um, you look at a guy and you, and you – and you, especially a high school kid, when, you, when you're um, trying to identify is this a, a player or not, like evaluate him as a player. It's hard to evaluate his, his growth. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. – you know, I always tell people when a quarterback goes off in year one, Baker Mayfield is a good example. He goes off in year one. I always tell people his future is bright. However, he has to get better from year one to year two. Right. And he has to make another jump from year two to year three because everybody else is going to better account for how they're going to attack him and all that stuff. They know the flaws. So you always have to progress as a player. So development is big. That being said, is it an issue? Is it a problem? Yes. Yeah. Like it's a it's a problem. So the reason I say it's a problem is because I'm comparing now to in this coaching staff to what they've done before. Okay. Right? right. And they they've consistently brought in the top guys. So yeah, it's about development. When we played, we had a, a bunch of three star guys mm-hmm. who developed into really good players. But this was Trestle's approach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trestle got a certain type of guy. He got some top guys. He got some three-star guys who, you know, they did a good job of identifying talent within Ohio and then went out and found the guys outside of Ohio to supplement what they had. And But if your approach is Ryan Day, if you're getting top guys, Chase Young, Bosa's, right, Zach, like top defensive ends, and you're not securing another top defensive end, I'm on, I'm concerned because you're not doing what you've already done. That's my concern. It's right. not. I know it's about development. I know you got a great D line coach and all and all that stuff. But if you brought, if your success has been bringing in the best guys, and then I see a slip, then I'm thinking, all right, you're you're, you're not following through with what you, you, you what you, you used to do. doing. Right. right. And so I guess the big thing and what's what's changed, right? The big change in the whole process of recruiting and things now. It's the NIL, yeah. right? So the is now we know that no, or essentially a lot of times it's like some stuff numbers you get is true, some stuff you know is kind of fluff, yeah. um, and made up. But now you understand that you can actually approach a kid and say like, hey, if you come to my school, we know X Y Z people who will be able to sign you a contract and you'll be able to make X Y Z dollars. When a lot of you know when it comes down to it, a lot of people play football for that chance to be able to take care of their family at the end of the day with money. Yeah, no question. So, I mean, if the money is 
Listen, man. 16 years old. Think about it, bro. I can't even imagine now. Like, <laughs> 16 or 17 years old, somebody said, look, I'm going to pay you $300,000 to come here. Like, my goal, yes, is to make it to the NFL and all that stuff is great. But then I could do both. I could do both. I can get 300 bands to step foot on campus and, and start going to school and taking classes. Mm-hmm. And then I could still make it to the NFL. And oh, by the way, if it doesn't work out here, I can go transfer somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, that's another um, thing. So yeah. it's it's just a it's yeah. wild. I mean, to be honest, it's like you, like we know, it's wild, not wild. a lot of a, a lot of regulation around it, right? So we know that are you here that X Y Z players are getting paid this money to do this, especially when you start looking at quarterbacks, or like you mentioned with the running back, where where it really just felt like it was a is a money deal. That's what we would would kind of speculate out of it. It came down to dollars. He wanted more dollars or some dollars to be some kind of guaranteed and we wasn't able to do it. So yeah. the kid decommissed and, uh, and it's not always, it's school. not always money, man. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, other factors to make because a lot of times, like we start talking about top recruits and a lot of top recruits are, you know, usually in the South, the Southern States. Right. Yeah. And they end up going to SEC schools. Like, well, is that really that crazy that a right. kid that grew up in Georgia wants to? Yeah, yeah the kid from Florida, he <laughs> made from, from Ohio State, State and decides and to go to the place in Florida. Go like, to Miami or, you know, or you go to Alabama or wherever you go to from there. You probably saw the wind chill was negative, negative 12 <laughs> degrees. And like, you know what, man, I'm going to go ahead and sit, sit down here. They match, they match the money, so I'm good there. Right, right. exactly. Um, so, I mean, all those things are, are factors now when it comes to recruiting. So, um, I do I feel that Ohio State has a problem? I would I would say I don't think so until I see it on the field. Now yeah. if we now if we start to say like, oh, we didn't do so great in this recruiting class, and then we come out in the season and we win, you know, we go we only we lose three or four games, and you can be like, oh, well, I've seen some issues that you know then maybe okay, but in my mind, like I say, I don't think it's a huge problem until. We actually are, you know, losing these games. I know you had a bit to say about more about depth, though. Like you need yeah, to have depth. Yeah, I, I, I think and, it's and, a problem and, from a depth standpoint. I, I, now, if you look at the receiver room, it hasn't been. I mean, we we talked about the guys with the committed, but you know, you had a few guys commit, um, top recruits commit from the receiver room. Hardline, looks like, it looks like they're doing fine in the receiver room, and they have the level of depth moving forward from what it looks like so far. Um, if you look at the cornerbacks, you had um, last year you had Ryan Ward leave and go to Texas, starting at Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, just defensive backs in general. You had um, Brian Shaw. Yeah, Brian Shaw, who played safety, started like 10 games or something last year for Ohio State, started for USC um, and when they played Utah in the, in the, um, the championship. So he's, he's, playing for, he's playing for USC. You had, um, L- L- uh, I forget how, Lazond or whatever, uh, the corner. He transferred out last year as well, and he was a pretty good, pretty good player. I think he still he had an opportunity to play here. Um, he wasn't going to be the name starter, but he would have got a lot of rotation of, of minutes. And he decided to leave. You have uh, Jalen Johnson who's leaving this year. Right. Um, you have a couple. You had to decommit at the cornerback position um, in the summer. I mean, at some point, just from <laughs> that standpoint, it's like, yeah. how many? You know what I'm saying? Because these right. corners they play special teams. These guys run down on special teams. These guys run down on punt. Like you need guys. Um, and you see, you got injuries. Injuries. I mean, we've had we, one week Cam Brown plays. Three weeks later, we don't see him for three weeks. I mean, who else is <laughs> who else is out there to play? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, losing guys, and we're not bringing in a ton of. I haven't seen a corner coming from the transfer portal. So, losing guys um, 
from your from losing depth here and then losing commitments. And then when you think about the way it is when you, and this is where I feel for the coaches, like you commit your your a recruiter player, right? He commits to your university, right? That means okay, I'm set at this position. I got the guys at this position. Then you stop recruiting that other player. Now that 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 other player feels like okay, they don't want me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so they they go commit somewhere else. Then that guy decommits. So now you got that void to fill, yeah. and now you, you got basically to lose two guys. Yeah, so you, exactly. you lost a guy you thought was coming, and then like you say, maybe with another guy out there that you wanted or had your eye on. Like, well, we 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 checked the box, right? Yeah. We 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 filled the scholarship with this guy here, uh, so he goes on and commits somewhere else. And then when that guy decommits, now you're just now you're you know now you got to go back to the drawing board more or less in in that yeah. position. And we always think about starters when we like when a guy transfers, we're like. Oh, he wasn't gonna start. Yeah. All right. But what about the two D? Like, like they got they got to practice. They got scout team. Like you need depth. You need guys. A guy gets hurt, you need a guy to come in. Um, this knowledge of the system, right? You're, right. You're in the system for two or three years. Like maybe you're not the starter, but you're learning something. Like, and you got to compete. There's got to be a level of competition. Like imagine being a starter and there's like nobody else on the roster. You're like no matter what I do, I'm gonna play. Like it's. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a challenge from a depth standpoint, um, and honestly, I don't know how you navigate. Like, I don't know. So, like moving forward, uh, and not not every decommitment is like yeah, initial. right, right. But if you always brought in top defensive ends, you can't get the top defensive a top defensive end. To me, that's an issue. Right. To me, you're crazy if you're a top <laughs> defensive end. You don't want to come to yeah, the right. I mean, you look at the guys, the Bosa brothers. Um, and just the numerous guys that you see perform, but did they get the bag day one? Though? That's the thing. Like some of these defensive ends is getting the bag day, and that's the one. that's the huge change in college football, right? I mean, before you used yeah. to just go where once again everyone has to go to make it into the NFL. So you go where you feel you have the best opportunity to play, to be coached well, and you put that perform on the field so you could go on to the next level. Yeah. And with NIL, like you say, it just kind of throws a whole rigid to it. It's a much more different things to consider that, well, if I could go here now, maybe I don't get coached by Coach Johnson. Okay, uh, I got to get coached by a jo- uh, Coach whoever. But, but I, got- I was able to put 25, 30 grand in my pocket this year and maybe do that for four years and make 100 grand. Right. Cause, and that, and I, I can take 10 grand and go give me a personal a, a personal coach <laughs> if I really need it. There's somebody out there. Listen, any corner who got a bag and they're like, look <laughs> – I need some outside help at the cornerback position. I am available, and I am willing to build to help you. If you need to, you know, take some of that money, step it aside, and continue to 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 learn and develop, I can help you with that. But anyway, yeah, but, but but let's be frank though. I mean, you say you know, I mean, that's one side of it, right? Yeah. But let's be honest. We're talking about athletes, right? So we're talking about guys that are confident in what they do. They believe that they're good. And now, since you made it to college and you're a four or five star guy, and someone yeah. is offering you money, you feel validated in in your thoughts. Yeah, so, yeah. are you really going to, you know, do the initiative to, to to really watch yourself and see where you're lagging at to improve? I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys out here that yeah. are going to schools that that may not be the best fit for them to develop. Over maybe over NIL, maybe uh, over a promise of NIL money, and they're going to hurt their career because they now are 
they needed some development. Maybe they did have the raw talent, but they never yeah. got that development through the college years. This dude went into the program that didn't bring that to the table, didn't have the guy in the position to, to, to develop them. Yeah. They're not going to have that competition around them, like you was mentioning before, when you have good depth in the room. You're watching a, a, a first-round draft pick go out there and perform. You watch him in practice. You watch him in playing games. You're no longer getting that. Yeah, we're talking about college kids. It's not the NFL. You're not studying everything. You're usually just kind of studying whatever the coach told you to study. And you're wrong. And you're going to and you're going yeah. to be raw. And you're, you're not going to get that feel anymore because you took yourself out of situation um, to make money, and which is a, a a reason why people do a lot of things, right? Yeah. With money, but you might take yourself out of a situation where you could have been better off in the long run. And you were sticking short term, right? In your, in your but you approach. might not, though. You might, you might not have made it anyway. And that's that's one thing. Like, if we if we keep it all the way one hundred, a lot of guys aren't making it to the NFL. Matter of fact, majority of guys aren't making it to the NFL. A lot of these guys who get paid, they not making it to the NFL, and they wasn't going to make it to the NFL. Um, so, I mean, you really have to. It, it's hard to not grab the money because it's like there's, some, there's a lot of uncertainty. Some of the uncertainty isn't that you and I, you wasn't going to be good enough, you wasn't going to develop. Some of the uncertainty is that you're going to get injured. <laughs> What's the percentage chance of getting injured playing football? 100%. 100%. 100%. So all you're thinking about is, all you know is, well, I'm going to get hurt. The question is, how bad, how serious, and what does it do to my career? So, yeah, but I got to bring it back to what Trestle used to say. He always used to say that, especially when it's time for compliance, and obviously we lost Trestle due to a compliance reason. Yeah. Um, but he always just say, don't be – Penny smart, dollar foolish. So, you know, the the NFL is the big goal. That's that's what yeah. we want to get to. That's where every player want to make it to, to that level of, of success. Um, but sometimes you have to look at the bigger picture on the overall of everything if you want to go ahead and make that that uh Yeah, yeah. That, so that, I'm, that I'm level. 17 years old, the bigger picture is 300000 <laughs> I'm a, but I those guys not getting that. That big, that, that's the that's big of a picture because I've never my life has never been as that big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it, I think some guys are taking other facts. I mean, we've 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 been able to secure receivers, um, and I think they see like they they see the blueprint. Right, get developed here. Mm-hmm. You know, get the put on this, this big stage at Ohio State. I get the opportunity to be a first round draft. Now you're talking about big big money, right? right. But man, <laughs> some of these other guys, I mean, it's is it's like sure, I can go to the league and go to Florida. I go to the league and go to Mississippi State. Yeah, I, I mean it, it, it is all valid, but it's just something else that you kinda have to weigh in and think about, you know, when you're making these decisions. Like, you know, sometimes it's because someone may offer you the most doesn't mean that's where you should go. There's other things you need to weigh into that you know, yeah. and, and and consider. It's true. And I and I, I wish I could could like help kids because there's no way for them to know. Their parents don't know, parents, right? You know. So I, I would really like to talk to kids about the business of of football now with the NIL and stuff, and and help guide them on how to make a decision, what to factor in, and yes, money is something that you should factor in. However, how much it, is it? I mean, yeah. really, I mean, is it, much, is it yeah. right? You know, if it's twenty thousand dollars and you weren't gonna do nothing but take it and buy a car, like you really didn't do yeah, anything but anything. but get a car. So, but, but for Ohio State, that's what we're focusing on right now. Yeah. It's like, you know, so we got to think about, you know, once once again, if we do feel it's, it's an issue, we're losing that talent, that national talent that we usually, uh, that we're accustomed to getting over the last, let's call it 10, 10 12 years since 
Coach Day has been controlled and Coach Meyer. Um, how do we fix it? So I know we had mentioned before about maybe doing and 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 the Buckeye fans will probably agree to this that we may need to start doing more work in Ohio and securing some of the guys that grew up looking up to Ohio State and always having that one of their goals in their life and their dreams of football is to be a Buckeye. Yeah. That, that might help fix some of the that's a issues. yeah, that's a that's a big a big piece, you know, and even the understanding of the rivalry and the you know how important it is to 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 prepare and be and beat that team up north. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's something to consider. Is it, like you know you get a guy from Texas, right? Like even if even if he commits, even if he comes for a year, he can always go back to Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like you get a guy from Florida, and when he decommits and says I'm going to the University of Miami, it may not be that crazy because you know he's he he grew up maybe listening or watching his team right. all this time. I grew up in Louisiana. I'm gonna be honest, I was an LSU fan all the way. I committed to Ohio State. If LSU offered offer me a bag to go to LSU, <laughs> that would have been a strong consideration. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I might go to the team I grew up with. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that's a factor. I think another um, area is that transfer portal, man. I think Ohio State is still Ohio State. Right. We can talk about money. Yeah. Ohio State got some money offered. Got some money right? offered, right? And we, we talk about we, alumni. Yeah. Ohio State got some alumni. And when you talk about <laughs> NFL and the percentages of making it to the NFL, your percentages, even though percentages are small in general, those percentages go a lot higher if you play at a house state. Yeah. If you get on the field at a house state, your percentage chance of going to the NFL shoot up so much higher than if you get on the field at some of these other schools. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a that's a real factor. And guys, especially in that transfer portal, who have proven that they are, you know, elite or you know, high level college players. Well, looking for a better opportunity to get to the next level. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a place where we can operate. I know Alabama has spent a lot of time in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. The players that are on the, on the Alabama team have also uh, spent a lot of time going into the transfer portal to go yeah. other places as well. I see Michigan. I, I was saying something earlier today or yesterday that Michigan already has five recruits on the transfer portal coming to the team now, getting ready for next season. So they're doing some work there. I know Ohio State, like you said, I think we have an opportunity to do some work there as well. We, we haven't started. done a lot in it. No, we haven't. Yeah. I mean, we I think we signed a long snapper, right? Yeah, so that's important, snapper. right? You got yeah. a long snapper is very important in Shout the game. Shout out to the long snapper. Shout out to the long there, snapper. Um, it looked like I hear some noise about us maybe pressing pursue them for a tight end. Also, some noise out there around the offensive tackles. We're losing both our offensive tackles this year. Uh, right tackle, Daoud yeah. Jones, left tackle, Paris Jones. So we had. Two really good tackles this year, um, and basically every year. And now that you know, now that those two are gone, it's like it's just inexperience. I'm not. I know we probably got some guys there that's probably capable, yeah. but they definitely doesn't. They don't have the experience of playing in, in in big games. So there is some noise that Ohio State may be, you know, trying to do work some magic in a transfer portal to kind of get some guys. I in. think they should, man. It's, to me, I call it college football free agency, but it's so much crazier than actual free At free agency. You have real contracts. You have contracts. These contracts in college are really informal contracts to come play for the money. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a real not only is it an opportunity, it's a it's a need because the depth issue. I mean, we're having guys, we don't have Ohio State doesn't have a ton of transfers, guys who are transferring out, but they have some, especially in certain positions, like the defensive backs specifically. I think we had a, a decent amount yeah. of people transfer. I think they need to go find some guys if they're available. It's all based on availability uh, in the transfer portal and sell them Ohio State dream because 
I mean, I, it's a good drink. It's a great. <laughs> it's an amazing drink. It's an amazing drink. I play. You play with a lot of guys in the NFL that even even are doing well in the NFL and all that stuff, but they still like. Damn, I wish I would have went to a school like Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. not everybody, but there is right. there's a decent amount who played at other schools who performed well, made it to the next level, but they didn't. You know, they didn't get the opportunity to play at a school like Ohio State. So it's a it's a real opportunity. Um, it's but, a, it, yeah, I mean, like you say, it's it's definitely way. So if if Ohio State is, um, you know, not doing so, let's call it so hot, quote unquote, with some of the uh, high school recruiting, it's definitely ways to change that. We know Ohio high school football strong. I grew up in Ohio. I was a Ohio State fan. Always had a dream of playing for Ohio State. When I got the offer, it was like a no-brainer. I'm going to Ohio State, yeah. right? So you always could get talent like that out of Ohio. You're going to have a lot of kids in that same predicament as in the transfer portal. Now you're looking at guys that, you know, essentially you're not really – a lot of guys, it's not even almost a gamble. You can actually watch their film, their college film, yeah. and, and really decide, like, you know, if you think this player will fit in your system and be able to, be able to help you win games. Dude from Pittsburgh won the Belitnikoff last season. <laughs> Transfer to USC. Yeah, that's like dude, like was <laughs> <laughs> the top receiver no. in, in football. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't technically the top. You know, we had a couple from Ohio State, but he won the award for top receiver in the country. He's solidified. Like, right. This is the guy. Answer the transfer point. <laughs> yeah, it's a wild so, thing. Man. It's wild. It's wild. But that's 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 life now when it comes to college football. At least for this time, I guess I think. A lot of fans, us included, would like to see some type of regulation yeah, come into play. But I guess that kind of goes to another thing that's kind of weird that you could kind of speak to a little bit here is evaluations, right? So if you are a five-star quarterback, what is that worth compared to a, a, a yeah. three-star a three-star off of the tackle that's in the transfer portal? So you – you know, that you played maybe at a smaller school, you're actually capable, so you want to transfer up. What well, you know, you, you I know you've been working with some technology around yeah. that to kind of, you know, yeah, I think value and what, what a guy's work. I think it's a huge need just in general for NIL because there is a lack of regulation and NCAA has kind of just created this wild, wild west um, and probably in hopes to probably roll it back in in the future. But, I mean, there's opportunities to to – create some systems or some use technology. I mean, it's 2022. Like there's, there's so much digital tools that we can use now. And what we're doing with, uh, with cloud machine is actually being able to track metrics for each player to say, based on these specific metrics that, and these metrics aren't just on field metrics, you know, you know, what's the market that you play in? What's the school you play for? What is their alumni base? Right. Um, how, what is your stats? What is your social media analytics? Well, you know, how engaging, uh, how engaging are these players with, with um, fans and how much are they attracting uh, fans, followers, and all that other stuff, and be able to say, like, based on these factors, this is what your 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 accomplishing score, your value should look like. Um, and on top of that, there's a bunch of stuff you can do on top of that to actually create new, new solutions to actually attract some of these players, right? So now we know across the board what players should kind of attract from a value standpoint. Now, if we're a collective or if we're a house state, you know, what can we do to one help them increase those metrics? Like how how can we create more engagement with fans? How can we create solutions for fans who want the team to get better, who want to put money in, who want to do all these things, right? Be able to have some connection with the player in a way that 
the fan gets value because it's not connected to the organization. They get a little bit of a look behind the curtain or whatever. And then the, the player gets value because they're getting that money that they want. And, you know, I think just being Ohio State and having this level of, you know, strength and power, you know, Ohio State is such a big, uh, it's, just, it's so much bigger. That's why even the decommits, like the small decommits and everybody's like going crazy about <laughs> the collective needs to do more. They're not doing enough. Right. Like Ohio State is, su- is such a big thing. You know what I'm saying? That the collective is one part of it that's going to, you know, play an important part. But there's so much more to it. And I think it starts with solutions. Like yeah. You got to bring more uh, technology, more solutions, more scalability to this entire marketplace and change it, man. Because I think the NIL is a real opportunity for players. But the way it's, it's, it's currently structured is is not – it's not beneficial. Yeah, it's not beneficial. It's, right. You're gonna have there's some benefit, but there's a lot of downside. Yeah, when it comes to it, you're gonna have some guys getting a lot, some guys deserved, maybe not deserved. Gonna yeah. get some guys with little to nothing, and maybe if they was in a different circle or you know had some different connections, they could have been possibly accumulating some of these funds. But uh, today, this was believe in Buckeyes with Brian Brownie and Chindi Cherkov. We do like to say we like to say that this show was presented by Bet Online. Bet Online. BetOnline is coming to uh, betting. Gambling is coming to Ohio here soon. So if you're interested, be ready. BetOnline is the place to do it. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.